You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 74. So in this episode, I'm so excited to talk to you about how to craft and write a more compelling call to action. So for those of you that are not familiar with a call to action, it is the thing that you want whoever engages with your content, who's reading your blog posts, watching your YouTube videos, listening to your podcast, what you want them to do. So in this podcast, you'll notice at the bottom of every episode in the show notes, I have a link to say, hey, follow me on Instagram or head over to my free Facebook group where you can you know, get more information and become a member and be part of the discussion over there, right? So as I was preparing for this and as I'm working with my business partner on our other business, I've become more strategic on how to use these call to actions. So the first thing I want to do is kind of tell you a little bit more about like why a compelling call to action is important. And so you put a lot of time and effort and energy into your content and marketing strategy. And if you're just not seeing those results, if you're not getting followers, if your account's not growing, It could just be because people don't know what you want them to do, and so they're not doing it. They're listening, and they're kind of jumping to the next thing. I think, you know, in this day and age, it's so easy to get distracted, and we're like looking, surfing this, that. We'll see a little something in our sidebar, and we'll pop over there, and it's like if whatever we're on doesn't captivate us and catch our attention, we are moving on. So um, with my strategy in my new business, what we've actually decided to do is instead of having a list of like, okay, every single post, every single thing we do is going to have this big list of like, follow us on Facebook. Don't forget to like us on YouTube and don't forget to subscribe and, you know, follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter. And this huge list with all these links, I mean, think about the last time you actually went to the bottom of someone's YouTube video or podcast and clicked on every single link and did everything they told you. Probably not. You maybe did one if they're lucky. And so for our strategy, we decided we're like, what if we did a loop call to action? So for example, our YouTube has a link to Instagram and then our Instagram has a link to join our, um, email list. And then the email list has a link to join the Facebook group and the Facebook group has a link to go join uh, YouTube. So it's kind of a loop, but it's asking for them to do one thing, just one thing. Because I wonder if every single person that said, I really like these people, I want to know more about them, were driven to just one platform. And then if on that one platform, they were just driven to just one more platform or one more email list or whatever, would that have better results? So that's a strategy that we're testing. I have no idea. I'll have to report back to let you know how it's going. But in the meantime, I wanted to talk to you about how to do and write a more compelling call to action. So the first thing is you want to be direct. You know, don't beat around the bush. Don't act like, oh, you know, so if you if you if you don't mind, that'd be super cool. Just say like, hey, I am running a business here. I love that you're here. Thank you so much. Please like this, share, subscribe, whatever. Like whatever the call to action is, just tell them very clearly. It needs to be simple, it needs to be short, it needs to be strong. So make sure there's just no room for guessing and that the people who are visiting your site aren't clueless about what you want them to do. And so I think using words that are direct, like sign up, get started, join, um, subscribe, download, whatever it is, make it very clear and concise. The second thing is you need to be unique as possible. You know, when you think about marketing, um, 
everybody is building a brand. Everybody is marketing something. And so you want it to be unique and specific to you. And you want to make sure that you're differentiating yourself from your competitors. If you literally have the same messaging as everyone that does what you do, there's no reason for someone to follow you or subscribe or to care about why they need to be on your email list, right? So find something that makes you special so that that makes your call to action kind of pop. So it's super important to be really strategic with the words you use and you want to use actionable language. So, you you know, like sometimes when you're scrolling the internet, you're going to see ads and things. And I, I find them myself on Facebook and I, I feel like, oh my gosh, I want to know what this is. And it's usually like click here for my free templates or, you know, call today for this free sample. And if it's something that you want, you're totally going to take action because you're like, ooh, this sounds really good. Um, and instead of, you know, just saying like, oh, by the way, I have this thing. Maybe you might want it. Like be really bold, you know, like, hey, this is available right now. Click here and I'll give you all of my whatever, like whatever that thing is that people would want for you, from you. Um, this also goes into, you know, more, more specific parts of marketing that we talked about for freebies and lead magnets and having people wanting to opt into your email list. This is the type of thing that they are going to want to take action on something that's language that's actionable, that is clear and direct. Um, another thing is being urgent. Your call to action should create urgency so that your visitors actually do the thing you want them to do. Um, if you can try to figure out whatever opportunity would be ideal for your customer. What's something that they would not want to miss? And then how do you convince them that the clock is ticking? And if they don't do it right now, if they don't take this opportunity, they're going to miss it. So Amazon is a really, really good example of, I think, creating urgency because it has the scarcity right there. I always wonder if it's like real or not, but have you ever noticed on Amazon, it's like, there are two left. You know, it says how many are left in stock. Um, that creates urgency because you're like, oh no, like I don't want to miss this. Right. So a well-tested approach is to show an introductory price and then mention that the offer is available for a short time. And then the price is likely to go up over time. I do this with my courses and it's not even a gimmick. Like I have had such success with my courses that I have found like the more, um, I increase the price and give more value and give more time to these students and do more one-on-one -on -one coaching and mentor calls versus just like, here's the course, enjoy, um, that the results from the students is so much better. And so to me, it makes sense to, um, you know, offer a lot of value, then raise the price for the next round. And then those students coming in, um, they see the value because of who's already had success going through it the first time. So there's different ways to do this. You need to figure out a way that works best for your business model and what you're offering. But I think if you're thinking about like, what can I get them to do today? Just because yes, everyone's attention spans are shorter. Some people do need to have time to think about bigger purchases. That's true. But the more that you can get people to take action right now, you're going to know you're on the right track and the right path for creating something um, that is desirable that people want. I think another thing to keep in mind is you need to make it easy. The transition from call to action to whatever it is that you're giving this needs to be seamless. And so one of the best ways I found to do this is either a link when they put in their email and you can automate all of this stuff where you know, you set it up in MailChimp where when somebody puts in their email, it sends a pre-written email back to them and it has like the link and everything that you're promising them so that you deliver on your promises and you're not breaking trust. Um, a complicated call to action is always going to fail. Um, the more steps and things that people have to do, the more people are going to say, I was interested, but this seems like too much. So for example, like I recently launched a $9 course 
And uh, the course is easily worth $1,000 because I'm teaching people how to write a professional event proposal. So if you were to buy this course for $9 and write a proposal and make $100 or $500 or $1,500 on a winning bid, you would have learned a skill that is going to make you tens of thousands of dollars for the rest of your life writing proposals, right? And so in this process, like I had this order form where people were getting to the order form. And because I was using a template on my website, the order form was like name, first name, last name, phone number, email address, the line of your address, the line of your city, the line of your state, um, the billing zip code, all this crazy stuff. And it was so complicated that people were jumping off. They're like, I don't want to fill all this out because it's not like I was mailing them anything. I didn't need to mail them like a physical book or physical anything. It's a digital download. So I was like, oh my gosh, I missed this opportunity because I scared people away with making it too complicated. Well, then I went in and I changed it to just first name, last name, and email. And the sales started going up again. I'm like, okay, that's why it was really not converting is because people were turned off to all of the steps and all the information that they had to give. They didn't want to do that. So again, if it's for a course, something you're selling, make it easy. If it's for something like a newsletter, still make it easy, you know, put put your email in here and then I'll give you instant this thing. Sometimes with newsletters, People don't just sign up for your newsletter because it's not an instantaneous thing. Like if you do your newsletter once a month or every other, you know, month or whatever, every quarter, um, maybe they're not going to put in their email address right now because they're like, well, I don't really want just a newsletter. But if you give them something right now that's helpful, maybe a cheat sheet or a a jumpstart guide or something quick that they can consume and and get excited about right now, they're going to be more likely to do that. And I think on your end, as you're delivering, you just want to make sure it doesn't take a long time, that it's not super complex or complicated, and that there's a reason for them to do it. And maybe make it less than 30 seconds. Like have your friends and family test it so that they can give you some feedback as well. So again, wrapping up this episode, you want to just make sure that you're being creative and persuasive when you use that call to action and really be considerate of their time. The person who's coming in, who's getting introduced to you and what you do, make it worth it for them. It needs to just be simple enough that any of the users can understand what your message is, what they would get in exchange for what they need to give you. And at the same time, compelling enough to persuade them to actually want to do it. So that being said, just make sure that you are honing and practicing. Like with my example and my order form, you know, like I am so glad I had that experience because now now I know like, okay, complicated order forms are turn off to people. And now I took that away. I'm having more success. So be experimental. See what works for you and your audience. And, you know, you just got to go for it. And I promise the more you do this and the more that you get feedback from people going through and saying yes or friends and family helping you test, the better it's going to be and the more value you'll be able to deliver. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch you in the next episode.